Joined in our studio today, Katie Healy is here, our executive director, executive director, (laughs) Moon County Conservation. So one whole season, sort of. That's right, sort of, yeah. But, uh, well, you did kind of, what, fell in, like, interim at towards the end of last year. Yes, yeah, towards the end of July, early August, and then officially took over in November, but... Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden we had retirements and we had all, and people moved That's and then right. you had all the staff. Uh, it took you a while, but you did get fully staffed again. Yes. You had yep. fortunately you had some seasonal that had experience. Yeah, yeah. So we we got to figure it out. It took a little bit to get going, but yeah, because it's just myself and Blaine Sundstrom, our park ranger, down for Sweet Point. So we had to hire three new full time staff and and then try to fill the seasonals as we as we got started for the seasons. So we got there. We hey. did. We did. <laughs> A a rough, it was a rough start. One of the one of the first ones you hired was Kyle yes. Neuendorf, new naturalist, and he has been been a busy guy. Kyle, yes. oh yeah, I've been very busy this past summer. So one of the first people I, I did, I ran into him. Uh, got to see him out at the uh, STEM festival at yep, DMAC. That was one of the first things you did. Oh yeah, you did uh, did the fair and yep, the but fair. a lot of other things too. We have a running. Uh, a running uh, online uh, social media thing of uh, where monarch ah. butterflies are going. Oh yeah, yep. Right now, I uh, I have one. I named it anonymous because you can't really find out if it's male or female until it's an adult. So I thought it'd be a cool idea just to name it anonymous. I brought it to uh, Madrid, uh, the uh, farmers market. Sure. And a lot of people wanted to come out and see it, and it's it's a really cool opportunity to learn about its life cycle, especially since currently it's on the ICUN red list for endangered species. Uh, Endangered Species Act hasn't quite yet put it on the act for itself for protection yet. It's mainly what's happening in California. So for the time being, I think it's a good opportunity to teach people about the life cycle, how important they are to the ecosystems, and yeah, being to uh, put that step forward for habitat. And we well know about milkweed around here. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Katie, you got to be delighted. I mean, the way he stepped in and started doing programs with the kids right away. Absolutely. I'm very pleased with that. It it was one of those where I got kind of set back with with the two years for COVID, and we couldn't really do programming that much. And so as soon as Kyle was able to start, it was tossed right in. Go. Go do these things. We're allowed to. Go. And it was wonderful. Here we go. And so... Well, let's talk a little bit first about uh, the summer uh, camping and uh, everything. Numbers looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, now, you just finished up your fiscal year, mm-hmm. and this is the new fiscal year now. Yes. So, uh, and, and um, strangely, it comes right in the middle of your money making time. That's so right. That's it's, right. That's one of the challenges you have because yes. you overlap. That's right. Two completely different years, two completely different seasons. Um, the end of the year, July through, and then up to June and for the next year. So, But it worked out really well. We had a great fiscal year last year, and the um, our revenue was exceedingly high comparatively to some other years. Sure. Good. Good. Yes. We like that. Yes, we absolutely <laughs> like that, for sure. Uh, you do have you do have a number of uh, – well, first, you had some projects that were going on. Let's talk a little bit about those. Uh, and we – have uh, some challenges that are still out there. And I'm not even talking about the clubhouse. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, the water line out oh, to yeah. That's uh, Right away, that's one of the first things you had brought up to the supervisors. Yes. There are issues. Uh, the water line for Don Williams actually mm-hmm. comes from Ogden. Yes, yes. It's a six-mile line that runs along H Avenue, and it comes all the way into the park from Ogden. So, <clears throat> we, And it's an older yeah, line. It is an older line. We had a problem two winters ago where it broke – 
um, in the dead of winter and we couldn't get parts and it was cold and we had no water in the park, no water at the house residence, which is where I was at the time. So, but where the goal is to, to redo the water lines through the entire park for Don Williams, hopefully this fall, maybe next spring and get that, get that going so that we won't have those major breaks and it's easier to winterize things. So. And I know the supervisors have said this is something that they're looking for. Bit. Mm-hmm. Finding contractors is the other challenge. Yeah. We've got quite a few people locally, actually, that, that are willing to do it. We just have to, well, we're going to have to go through the bid process. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes a little bit longer, but that'll be nice. And, so, and I'm going to say that, you know, from when they first put it in, probably got our money's worth. Yeah, yeah. So, I would think so. I so. think so, yeah. And then challenges you know the the golf course at the moment so as our biggest challenge with having a lot of water breaks up there on that irrigation system and that unfortunately that system is buried five to six feet deep in places seven in others so we have to dig it all up before we can even get to address the breaks so and i know uh as he was retiring roger had said Mm -hmm. you know the system is still there it's going to need repair it's going to need some uh tlc yeah but it's still there it's still available rather than going in and redoing redoing it yeah and that's one of our goals is we're going to have to just maintain it until we can get uh the funding to put in a new one but we'll put in a new one eventually hopefully Mm. relatively soon because it's (laughs) we've spent yeah we've fixed a lot of repairs. Uh, a lot of repairs. I think the only ones we haven't touched yet this year are f- number hole five, six, and nine. Everything else, including the practice green, has had to have a, a major, major repair break yeah. fixed or a minor repair break fixed. Well, everybody's learning uh, the course firsthand, then. And yes. Obviously, the other big issue that a lot of people have uh, been following along with or uh, paying attention to, and I know the board has been uh, working on this. Every time you meet, I know mm-hmm. there's discussion about. About the clubhouse yes. and where to go, how to get there, uh, yep. and how to make it a reasonably priced facility mm-hmm. that meets the needs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, so the Conservation Board has been looking into the different uh, options that we could have to put up a new clubhouse. The Board of Supervisors have um, are willing to potentially you know, throw some, some ARPA dollars mm-hmm. our direction for a new clubhouse, which would be phenomenal. That would be a huge chunk of what we need to get going for a, a brand new clubhouse. And then we have that facility. We can continue to improve everything else for the course. You were pretty fortunate you got a good uh, operator for, for it this year. Well, yes. okay. Yes. Randy knows a lot about Randy, the golf. Randy, exactly. Randy, Mark, and Kara are doing a wonderful job, and we really appreciate having them. And they've um, they're drawing drawing people out from all over, and people who would never think to come out. And and so it's it's been great to have them in that clubhouse. So we hope hopefully we can continue that in the future, that relationship with them in the future, and do what we can to make their jobs a little easier. It is a it is a challenge. It is for, a challenge. It is, a, and that's always been the case. We've yes. known that. I yes. mean. Everybody talks about that. Yes. Well, hopefully a new facility and we can change kind of some of the operations of how how we run that facility. And that would be helpful to, to the clubhouse contractor because mm-hmm. they, they do work long hours all summer and it's hard. I know people keep asking, and I know the, the topic of the trails come up and, and stuff. County Conservation, you are actually the entity that they try to work through um, because we need to have a governmental entity mm-hmm. for, for some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we got the first phase uh, coming up to Swede Point Park. Yes. Uh, it's going in right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're doing a connector trail between uh, the High Trestle Trail 
So there's an advisory bike lane along QF lane. And then we are, um, right now their contractors are up putting down, um, a trail that'll, that'll connect QF across 210 up to the Swede Point Park boundary. And then we're fundraising for mm-hmm. the, that, uh, division one B, which will go along the boundary of Swede Point Park and then into Swede Point and it'll deposit the, the hard surface trail will come out right by where our shelter mm-hmm. house is. You can get to the access to the campgrounds. So, Yes, That's very a, exciting, very exciting. It yes. is. It is. Uh, at the same time, we also know on the trail side of it, because, I mean, it is the longest lineal park I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, county conservation, it's your responsibility to take care of it. But now they're talking that addition going to the Raccoon River. That's mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, that's going to generate even more yes, traffic through be here. huge, yeah, to get, and just to have this major connected system between Raccoon River all the way down to Ankeny on, and all the trail systems that are down there would be absolutely awesome. And we know people, and people are out on Ragbri right now, mm-hmm. um, and they we know people use this trail system for, you know, training for Ragbri and just their, you know, their different events that they do and they love it. And at the same time, your advisory committee, I know you're part of that, but uh, it's uh, made up of, it's basically just a lot of people with an interest in, in trails and, mm-hmm. and potential for trails. Exactly. So, Throughout uh, the county. They mm-hmm. would like to really yep. continue to keep growing. They, exactly. We know it's not going to happen overnight. Right. Just, and they've been they've been going at this for 12 plus years. And we've got entities from Ogden, Madrid, Boone, um, representatives from different communities, as well as just mm-hmm. people who are interested in it and getting the trail system throughout Boone County. So we keep working on that. Oh, yes. my God. We'll get there. Yes. Eventually. Yes. We'll get That's there. Right. The, uh, one of the other things uh, I wanted to ask, uh, again, the trail itself, uh, activity has been pretty good. The mm-hmm. condition's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It took you guys forever after derecho. So. Yes, yeah. I'm just closing out some of that, the FEMA and state um, state projects from that. So, See, yay! Repairs. Look at all the fun things you right? got into. I right? know it. I know it. <laughs> so much fun. Well, Kyle, let's talk a little bit about what you got going on because you've had a very busy summer. You've done a lot of different things. We mentioned, you know, the fan, uh, but you were you've done things with the libraries. You've been out going to different things. Oh, yeah. And this is also the time of the year where you will start taking a look at what can I do and how can I um, help teachers because yeah, school's so, coming back. Yep. Won't be long, and uh, I'm hoping here soon we're going to have probably another outdoor classroom going on here, I believe, sometime September is usually September, when they do it. Mm-hmm. Usually it's the uh, fourth graders, so that will be another thing we're going to do. So be prepared, fourth grade teachers. I might be getting hold of you soon. Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, going into those classrooms, trying to teach kids, uh, you know, to try and be inspired to go outdoors. So depending upon what the teachers want, you know, it could be mammals, birds. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is as long as they're going to enjoy uh, wanting to see something that's wild and free, be able to go out and enjoy something that's special, especially outside. So. Uh-huh. You got, you'll have your whole monarch thing going. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Tagging, yeah. but, yep. I'll, I'll have a monarch tagging event coming up soon. I have a whole list here, too, sure. of, of different things. So a good fr- a friend of mine, Dan Lease, he's going to be coming up to Don Williams right over at the youth uh, camp area on uh, August 4th at 6.30 p.m. He's going to bring snakes, lizards, whatever, whatever he really wants to bring. I never know what he's going to bring, but usually it's really cool. I know he brought a Mexican uh, black king snake last spring for uh, – uh, outdoor uh, classroom that was really cool the kids enjoyed it and he'll also be uh, up at sweet point on august 18th at 6 30 p.m over by the shelter house by the campgrounds 
And uh, here soon, I'm going to be starting a little bit of a different way of doing volunteering. We're going to do a Saturday stewardship. That'll be uh, August, looks like I have 6 at 9 mm-hmm. a.m. So it's just an open volunteer day. But uh, I put on Facebook a uh, kind of like a little post about, you know, it's just a way to be able to bring, you know, people out to our parks. You know, mm-hmm. we have plenty of them around Boone County, and it's nice to have people come out and, uh, you know, open it up to the community so that way they're able to come out and do volunteer opportunities okay. as well. And stewardship means to be, you know, to take care of something, and that's why I'm offering this to the community. Something for them just to come out. Uh, we could be out there cutting trees. We could be pulling invasive species, whatever it is that, you know, kind of helps makes our parks look beautiful. So we'll do that on August 6th up mm-hmm. at Don Williams, and uh, we're going to do one on September 3rd as well. And, and both those are at 9 o'clock. So for, we're talking like first Saturday kind of events. Yep, so, so. first Saturday, okay. yep. All right. And then it uh, looks like I have bird watching, and that'll be up at the uh, Grant Woods, kind of along the High Trestle Trail. That'll mm-hmm. be August 27th at 1 p.m. Uh, you can bring binoculars, but we have binoculars. The county has uh, acquired some over the years, whether it's from funding or just for classes, what have you. And uh, if you don't have a pair, then guess what? We'll be able to provide you with some. So please feel okay. free to come out. Like I said, that'll be up at Grant Woods up at Madrid, and that'll be at 1 o'clock. And then uh, first time, we're going to do monarch tagging. Uh, I named it Monarch Spectacular because uh, all the good ones got taken. <laughs> okay. <All laughs> Between right. Ames and down in Prairie City uh, up at uh, Neil Smith National Wildlife Refuge, which I used to be an intern at. Uh, that'll be on September 10th. And I'm doing two different locations, Jim. I'm going to be doing over at Sweet Point Park. Uh, that'll be at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. And then also at Don Williams. And that'll be 9 a.m., 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. So... I'm I'm kind of hoping to spread the love in two different areas. So, and teach people about monarchs. Why? Yeah. What? What's the big? I mean, outside of being close to, to being listed on the endangered species, mm-hmm. but what are monarchs outside of ending up on the grow of my? I mean, I know you know they used to. <laughs> I I tell you one of the one of the great things that I did when I would walk uh, out of the golf course when they were in migration, mm-hmm. and you'd actually. Okay, I played in the trees a lot sometimes. Right. But you'd walk in there, and all of a sudden, you'd just have this huge swarm of monarchs mm-hmm. taken off. Yep. So uh, it can depend upon the time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, so during that time of when we'll be doing it, that is like the peak for what's happening currently. Uh, if you're thinking like, I think it's latitudinal as for mm-hmm. like their destination from coming all the way from uh, between Canada and where we are in Iowa is kind of like their breeding area. So during that time, you'll see a lot more monarchs than normal. And uh, that's their peak migration time. And then here soon, coming about, you know, October, they're heading down to Mexico during the winter to uh, do any form of hibernation or any form of a way of being able to kind of get that relaxation from being from the U.S. going that, I don't remember <laughs> how many miles. It's like over thousands of miles they got to travel. It's insane. Just that little insect. Little, little butterfly. One yep. butterfly, yeah. yeah. Yep. And like I said, the Monarch Spectacular is a way to be able to get kids, even adults. It doesn't matter what age, as long as you want to come out and the tagging is a way to be able to track those populations in itself. And on that tag, we'll have a little tiny uh, number on it. It's not too tiny of a number. It's actually pretty long because <laughs> there's so many people that go out and sure. do it. And uh, what will happen is there's scientists down in Mexico. They'll find that number. And I'm hoping later on through Monarch Watch, Monarch Watch, I think it's .org, mm-hmm. um, you can go on there and you can actually check to see if your monarch made it down there. So what I'll do is I'll record those numbers who caught, you know, that specific monarch and then let the kids or whoever know that their monarch made it all the way to Mexico. 
So. It is. It is a pollinator. Oh yeah. So yeah, definitely a pollinator. The folks, that's yep. what I'm. I was kidding yeah. on the rest. <laughs> yep. No, but they are. Uh, I mean, just like bees. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. These are. Yep. These are pretty important. They're oh yeah. Important. They're yep. flagship for pollinators, yep. and, and you have to encourage people to grow mm-hmm. plants that are um, nectar yep. based, and so that these pollinators can survive. Because humans base a lot of our food sources on pollinated. Uh, plants so yep. we have to have pollinators we have to have insects in order for our food to grow so uh, again so this is a, again a project you've taken off on this and that and soft shell turtles i saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> well people ask questions and oh yeah they, i mean yep. that's that's what they do they keep right. looking for it so yeah yep and i'm i'm looking forward to it and uh, like i said it's open to anybody anybody can come out and do these events so Tell me about the sale coming. What are the la- the last meeting you took uh, the board? Yeah. And you have some new board members. You have a relatively, yeah, we gosh, do. I think Maryland's like probably been on the longest. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Everybody it's all pretty well relatively new board. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of took them into, <clears throat> out at the, yeah. out at yeah. Don Williams, yeah, into some of the inverse. storage facilities. Yeah, so we, we met um, for our regular board meeting, and we kind of went out and looked at all of the equipment that we've got in storage. It's no longer useful to us, so the goal is that we will be having a government auction um, to get rid of some of those pieces. So we'll, we'll probably go through govdeals.com, and people will be able to go on there and see what we've got. We've got everything from large equipment to cedars um, to... Uh, restaurant equipment that we have left over from mm-hmm. uh, the restaurant at the lodge and things like that. So we've got a, we have a, a wide variety of things. I'm hoping to get that stuff up online this fall, so and then we can get rid of it. And so some people say, well, why don't you just have a big uh, auction someday and something like that? It's a little hard when you're still you've got all the business and operations you have to keep going exactly exactly and that takes a lot of effort to do a one you know one week or whatever it takes to get that stuff sold so Mm -hmm. and and most people are online now so it's easy for them to see what we've got and then just you can put your bid on it and when that closes you'll just come out and pick it up so i know kyle so once we get rid of the others he said i'm after canoes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but we just acquired some and i'm hoping here in the next month i'll be able to come up with a a day where we can just kind of have a like a day of a celebration a way of you know getting new canoes because the the previous canoes got damaged from the ratio they're fully covered by the insurance so luckily enough we were able to purchase some we're still waiting on four more so currently right now we have six so i'm hoping like i said here in a month or so i'll come up with a date and so uh look out on facebook or any maybe your friend whoever you know that's you know going to be connected with us and uh yeah Hopefully that'll be Get back soon. out on the water. That's right. Yep. So you haven't done that since That's right. Katie got canceled because that's, of the COVID. That's right. So. My, uh, <laughs> the, the, the canoes were awfully leaky last year. Yeah. So. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> a little bumpy. Chal- <laughs> little, yeah. little, few yep. challenges. A few right. challenges. Um, again, Lodge by the Lake, and, and I know your other shelters, all rentable. Yes. Yep, cabins, Lodge by the Lake, Ronald Good Shelter. Um, they're rented pretty much every weekend. Sometimes we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday turnover mm-hmm. this time of year. Um, the Lodge is open year-round, so that'll be open in the wintertime. The Ronald Good Shelter does close down yep. in October because so, we have to we have to winterize it. So, And the cabins, <laughs> the cabins are open until December 31st, and then we close them down until April. Okay. Uh, those are busy. Yes. 
Yeah, and they do. You do have to rent them seven days in advance because we have to get our cleaning crew in there. If so, we do have. Mm. You have to get onto mycountyparks.com and actually look, um, and have a strict no cancellation policy because it's hard for us to to do turnover. Yeah. So the uh, something like that, and then I know you discuss because you're always looking at what our revenue sources and that uh, again one of those uh, where you know. Do we get more cabins? Do we look at those? Because you, once you put them in, then you have to, right. you got to take care of them. Yep. So. yep. And that'll be part of, um, it's time for us to develop a new strategic plan for the conservation board. So um, that'll be one of those things that we look at for, for potentially in the future. Okay. So what can you tell me, Kyle, about Osprey? Osprey. I mean, do we have any around? <laughs> have there been any around out there this year? I haven't seen any yet, but I yeah. think. Susie, one of the campground hosts, said that there was one, I think, to the north somewhere. They over, usually over. come through to fish. They yeah. don't. They aren't nesting in the park anymore. Okay. But right. we've got enough habitat in the area, so they yeah. Yeah. they I can go along the river. Here. They're fu- exactly. they're fine. They're yeah. okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, we'll yeah. usually see them when they do. Yeah, kind of peak migration times. Part, so. part of part of that was just getting them repopulated. Yes. Yep. So. Exactly. Yep. They're doing okay. We did pretty good. There. Yeah, yeah, that was a great project. And you still have a few eagles that hang around. Yep. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. There's a nest still north of the Don Williams. I see at least one almost every day just flying around right above the lake. <laughs> Didn't have anything else. <laughs> huh? Just hanging out. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's been pretty busy. Now, you have had a couple of big rain events up there, but Lake itself holding up, um, doing pretty well? Yeah, the Lake itself is doing great. Um, we do, with everything that has been going on recently with the amoeba and the bacteria and E. coli, we are testing the water at mm-hmm. the beach. And um, I just got the test results from this week, and it's still well below the the allowed limit for E. coli bacteria in our in our beach area. So it's still, still swim at your own risk, um, relatively mm-hmm. safe to go out out there so we haven't had any water quality issues at don williams that's at least good. so that's, that's good yes <laughs> do yes. that part would not want to shut the beach down yeah, yeah. yep uh, and i got to go back to uh one of the things i always ask for for you like <laughs> there people think of just don williams sweet point the high trestle trail mm-hmm. you have a lot of other we do uh areas yeah, that you have areas. to pay mm-hmm that you have to take care of yeah we have 1300 acres in total um throughout the county yesterday i was just out at Rhodes acres which is way 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 north on the north um part of the county uh, so that's a wildlife management area it has an nrcs uh, easement and we've got beaver creek kind of towards this mid south end of the county we've got uh, jay carlson dick sissel <laughs> We've got many, many Buffalo areas. Yeah, People Buffalo tend to Grove. forget you got those mm-hmm. to take care yep. of, too. And those are management areas. Those are areas that um, when time we have the time as staff, we need to be going to those areas and checking on them, doing invasive species removal and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So Thus the volunteer. Exactly. Yep. yep, that's why I'm hoping to do a little bit more of those stewardship opportunities because, like I said, I'm trying to spare, spread the love. So trying to go to different places like Jay Carlson, we can go down there and kind of clean up some of the area along the bank of, of where the ponds are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Don Williams, there's a lot of honeysuckle right now we need to go through and take care of. And then uh, over at uh, Sweet Point, there's some Bradford pears, surprisingly enough, getting into the prairie that I'd like to take care of as well. So when I'm doing these stewardships, uh, if you're going on Facebook, checking and see what times those are, also look for the locations because there's a good chance it's not always going to be at Don Williams. Mm-hmm. It could be a different mm-hmm. spot, yep. different location, yep. and, and different focus on things. Right. It teaches people about some of the challenges you guys oh, yeah. have to do to so, take yep. care of those. Yeah, so. and this is a, we are conservation, not necessarily a recreation. Um, we have lots of other things that we have to do besides provide recreational opportunities to people. Yeah. Ah. 
Preservation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. And, and I've always known that. And, and a lot of people tend to forget about all the other areas and all the other spaces mm-hmm. you do. And there have been, uh, you know, invasive. Yeah, like you said, the honeysuckle. That's that's a challenge even in city parks. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It uh, is. <laughs> uh, I used to work for the city of Pleasant Hill, and trust me, it, it's it's, it's definitely an issue. It's yes. there. So yep. a lot of things going on. Best way to follow along, keep up, is the Facebook County yep. Conservation yep. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. And um, the golf course has their own. Uh, for the for the clubhouse the tee box mm-hmm. and uh, randy posts they, they put stuff on there and they, he's got a lot of tournaments going on too so if there's if you're interested in golf tournaments um he's got a couple more coming up yet this year so mm-hmm. be and good. so pay attention it is a public course but uh once again you might have run into a crowd out yes, there for exactly. uh, certain days yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> otherwise plug it along and mother nature hasn't been too bad to us here if we keep Get our timely right. rains and things like that. We'll be doing okay. Yeah, right. Okay. No more derecho. There's, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. we just ask people who are patient with us as we we figure everything out with brand new staff and everything that's going on. We just we need a little bit of time to get our feet under us and figure out what exactly we're doing and how the best way to approach sure. it is. Kyle, uh, uh, good luck on not only on the stewardship part, but uh, of course I know you'll be uh, getting a hold of teachers, or teachers will be getting a hold of you, working right. out arrangements yep. to get into the classroom through the winter time and awesome. stuff like that yeah. as well too. So. I appreciate it. Then we'll get them out here on snowshoes, <laughs> won't right. we? Oh yeah, exactly. snowshoeing. Yep. That's right. I'm looking forward to that actually. <laughs> All right, uh, we're talking Boone County Conservation on the program today. Katie Healy and Kyle Newendorf joining us. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Jim. Yep. Thank you.